You're listening to 1001 Album Club, where every episode we discuss a different album from Robert Emery's book, 1001 Albums You Must Hear Before You Die. For this episode, we'll be talking about The Fall, This Nation's Saving Grace. In the room, I have Rob. Hi, Birch. And on the line, I have Kyle. Hey, dudes. This Nation's Saving Grace is the eighth studio album by the English post-punk band The Fall. It was released in 1985 by Beggar's Banquet. The producer was John Leckie, and the genre is uh, post-punk, art punk, and art rock. All right, and I'll be reading from the book Chris Shade. In 1985, Marky e. Smith and The Fall unleashed their 10th and most complete album to, to date. Producer John Lickey gave the group a far more polished sound, horrifying Smith, who insisted the finished record was mastered from his sonically inferior cassette copy. Indeed, the sweet acoustic melodies of paintwork are rudely interrupted because Smith accidentally pressed record on his home tape deck creating an abstract yet effective sound collage the growing input of smith's california white bricks adds a melodic west coast feel to the fall's dissonance post-industrial rumble allowing the group to veer from the catchy garage pop of barmy to the spoiled victorian child towards more avant-garde territory witness the pulsing electro throb of la the raunchy guitars of and bludgeoning drums of bombast and what you need tread more familiar fall territory while gut of the quantifier has smith's usual vitriol accompanied by an attempt at rap in a heavy manchester accent 1985, we're going to rap. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. going to rap. The album's crowning glory is I Am Damio Suzuki, Smith's homage to the Japanese-born former vocalist of Can, gently lifting melodies and rhythms from Can's classic Tago Mago. It is both harrowing and awe-inspiring. This nation's saving grace saw the fall gain wider acceptance and is a great example of their ability to be pop without having to compromise their stance. All right, what do we think of The Fall? This Nation's Saving Grace. This Nation's this Saving Grace. Good is this band's Saving Grace for me, man. Yeah, this it shit is. fucking yeah, same. rules. Yeah, same. This this album's awesome. That's amazing. And I hated yeah, I, wi- I, Witch Trials. I didn't hate Witch Trials, but I I wish it wasn't <laughs> in the book now. Yeah. Because this one is just so good. Yeah, I was shocked when I heard this record. It's so good, and it's so different than um, any The Fall that I've heard before. I know this is one of those bands of like ninety albums, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, very prolific. Tons, tons but, of yeah, albums. Yeah, very prolific. That's what I kept thinking about listening to this record. You can hear so many other bands. You know, I heard a lot of things. I didn't remember uh, Witch Trials being like super garagey. No, it's not. I remember being just kind of like it's terrible out of tune noise. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's not out of tune noise. It just feels like players that are 
hamming it up because they are like art kids and they think they're clever hmm. in, in, in a way. And that's my opinion. I mean, I, I went back and I tried to listen to some of those songs and I was like, this sounds like garbage compared to this album. And it's not because of the recording quality and things like that. It just, I just feel like that initial album feels like they have their head like up their ass and they are so pretentious in the way that they're approaching music to, to, to go on these like diatribes of, of verbally saying like whatever is in Mark's head. And this album feels like an actual, like, like this feels right. This feels like it's not about being accessible. It's just about doing something that is more, uh, it's like you can have sloppy playing as long as you are well regimented and like, that's your intention. The other one just felt like they just got in a room and like, well, let's just bang on some drums and you'll do your vocals over that. This feels like everything they're currently doing is because it's intentional. It's not. I think they've gotten better for sure. Um, But the one of the drummers dropping out and uh, one of the, the bassist having to like go like do maternity leave stuff like they have one good drummer now and they brought in a ringer for a bassist. And then, so they actually had a rhythm section. Right. (laughs) Like that, that locked in. Like, and I think that that made a gigantic difference. I'm getting, uh, we're listening to Barmy right now. And, uh, I got a lot of, uh, uh, shadowy men on a shadowy planet, Mm -hmm. uh, just like smashed together with the residents. Yeah. Sure. Once the uh, little surfy number is over, it's just incredibly menacing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this stuff is, this is so good. I mean, (laughs) Sonic Youth is like one of my bands and this is like right there. Yeah. Absolutely. So close to it. And I just, I mean, I just cannot get over the transition from this, from that first album to this album. And I listened to, I, I think it was a uh, two albums before this, The Wonderful and Frightening World of. That was good as well. Uh, Bricks was on that album. And then the one right before it is like Perverted by Language. And that one was, again, fine. It's like it's like they got Bricks and for somehow I, I don't, I don't know what clicked. I don't know. It's just like something happened where they just realized like, oh, we're morphing into maybe something different and people say it's more commercial, whatever. Like they're going to just like, that's a, that's a dump. Yeah. Yeah. No one has sold out here. Yeah. (laughs) This album didn't sell. Yeah. Like all of their other albums. Like, you know, they, they, they're prolific with the output, but they didn't make a penny. Like they they may have been able to like be a working class, like band, just like grinding, but the, at no point in time did the fall have like a, a payday off of like making it. Or, right. You know, right. Like, These aren't on commercials. No. Yeah. This is, this isn't, this is no, this is not a commercial release in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So get that out of here. It's a, uh, it's pretty dumb. Did uh, you guys watch the music video for LA? I did not. I really it's like that good. synth bass yeah. line though. Yeah. That's a good synth bass line. That throbbing synth line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought, yeah, I thought this album is, I don't know if I'd say masterpiece, but man, it was so good. Yeah, yeah, every me, song. I it, was so impressed, yeah, you know? 
every song it, it gave me a, the Velvet Underground vibes. Whereas like every song you're like, oh, and this song, awesome, and this song, mm-hmm. like I, I just I couldn't wait to hear the next song throughout the entire yeah. album. I was like, what's next? What's going to happen next? Yeah, it's same. It roots rocky somehow. It has that uh, feel to it. But it's it's got a little, uh, but it's dissected. Little Captain Beefheart it got a little Beefheart beef in that, there. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, a little Beefheart on. And I and I and I knew they were doing that kind of stuff with the you know first album. You know that deconstructed like rock stuff. I get it, but again, there it felt like amateurish, and this feels like they're pros. And if they want to hit the wrong notes, and that's because they want to, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's intentional and the parts don't it doesn't overlap in a negative way yeah this has everything intentional is like when things are overlapping when he's he's speaking over or you know it's it's intentional i feel like his he's become a lot more controlled and everyone's sort of like figured out how to make the the music that they want to make this is their 10th album yeah (laughs) yeah was it tenth or eighth? Eighth. Sorry. Eighth. Okay. All right. Still. Still. Jesus. <laughs> what? When did they start? Seventy eight. Seventy nine. Uh, was that the witch trials? Uh the witch trials. Yeah, nineteen seventy six. Seventy six. Oh, okay. I feel like the witch trials was around that. Yeah, it's so good it almost makes me forget what a prick Marky Smith actually is <laughs> or was. Rest in power, Marky. I also liked uh, finding out the little stories, like how they made some of these songs, because they did a lot of crazy stuff in the studio. Yeah, like what? Uh, I am Domo Suzuki. He took the vocals from one take and uh, the instruments from another take that had like different verses and choruses. And he just like put the vocals from the original version over that version. So it sounds crazy. Hmm. Yeah, listen to it again. Like the vocals do not match up with the music, except sometimes it does. It's weird. It's kind of like uh, the Beatles, like Strawberry Fields. It's kind of like that. Yeah. It's really interesting. And like Birch, you brought up that one where they're like playing with a tape, and then he drops a tape in a bag, and then they staple that to like the other version. Like it's it's really interesting. sort of tape work and the paint work and uh, experimentation of of these different things but they work that's the that's yeah. the great thing is i feel like before the I, I don't know if it was their ideas or how they're presenting it not me not for me this is awesome mm. though yeah paintwork could have been on that uh, that flaming lips record sure uh, the what transmissions or yeah yeah transmissions from the satellite heart yeah it uh that lo-fi drum machine, like occasional like keyboards and electric guitar with acoustic, like it just so good. 
so good guys yeah i've never had such a such a distaste for one album of a band and then completely on the other side of the spectrum so what did it was it was it bricks because a lot of people say it was i mean that's as good a good a starting point as any I, i'm st- i'm still on the uh you think the, it's a bass and the they, dropping they, a drummer they, they brought in an actual rhythm section so the basis was simon rogers who also is doing keyboards guitar drum machine and backing vocals Uh-oh. he's a ringer okay. yeah he's yeah. not just a bass player so no. I, I don't know how marky smith knew him but he was he knew to him from uh doing a uh ballet uh okay art piece i think cool yeah but i mean he wrote uh the song we're listening to right now uh spoiled victorian spoiled spoiled. (laughs) victorian child yeah great song yeah i wonder if smith just felt like i don't know more bold or confident maybe having this lineup because it sounds very self-assured with its experimentation and the results um yeah yeah, I, I just feel like they they turned a corner. Whatever it was, I mean they, they just, I mean they're on fire though with this album. Anybody else kind of feeling like a ding dong for getting into this in your forties? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I do. I mean, it's, yeah, maybe a little bit, but it's cool to discover new stuff. Yeah, um, for sure. How long do they keep this lineup? Did you guys look into that? I did not. Yeah, I did. Um, I think it's. I mean, it's until. Was it 80? Well, the old bassist comes back. Yeah, he comes back during, then, during this And then this, this fella just moves to like uh, keyboards and like, auxiliary stuff. Okay. Sorry, no, Bricks comes in in 83. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have when she leaves this lineup. But I can tell you the albums surrounding this, if you like this album, the albums surrounding this are, I don't know. They're cousins. Okay. I mean, they. It, mm-hmm. I. I don't know if it's as strong, but I. As soon as I heard this and I was really into this, I was like, "Where did this band? Like, what was the transition? What happened for sure. for it to go from I I hate this to I love <laughs> this?" And it was definitely two albums before this. And I mean, I'm not saying that Bricks was like the the catalyst but she was that was the first album she was on well as an mm. amateur the fall sleuth as a, i see you now um, yeah where do you start with this band uh i mean i think perverted by language for me okay um because fall in a hole is a live album and i feel like that it, it was just like it's badly recorded it just doesn't i don't know i'm not a big on on when live Albums aren't well recorded. It, it it needs to have something a, a lot better for me. Um, and that that has a, that represents a lot of their earlier stuff. So yeah, I would start with like. But if I was just going to recommend an album, definitely this one. Okay, this is where I would start. Yeah, me too. Because once you get this, then it's like, yeah, I yeah. get it. And then I can go back to like perverted by language, and then go the wonderful and frightening world of, and then you can go beyond that. Well, all right. But yeah, there's it's interesting because you can see the the evolution in those in the wonderful world of like you can see a slight change. But this 
the way this is recorded and sounds is just head and shoulders. Like it, it just sounds great. I'll say. Yeah. This album sounds terrific. Whose fault is this? Yeah, if this, if this was the first record I'd heard from the fall, like I would have gone nuts. I would have listened to every record they ever made. I know. Who was the producer on this and what else did he do? Uh, he did their, he actually, let me check and see what other, no, he did not do perverted by language. Um, but he did do the, uh, wonderful frightening world of, Okay. so that was the first one he worked with them. And I would say, yeah, it's, it's closely related to this. Not quite as, um, not quite as, not all the songs are like so good like this. Um, he did a XTC. He did a stone roses. Um, Oh, like the Stone Roses record? Uh, yes. All right, cool. Well, he's got his rock credentials then. Yeah, he worked at Abbey Road Studio. We got that L.A. in our our cans now. It's it's so good. (sighs) Fun little arpeggiated synthesizer. Oh, my God. See, and like we're listening to L.A. And this is an out. This is a song that in the witch trials, he would have just been mumbling lyrics over mm-hmm. the entire thing. Right. He would have just been like, let me just talk. Let me just spew my vitriol. Listen like, to lyrics. how clever I am. Yeah. And in this, I mean, it's literally like two letters, you know, like he, he's so restrained and it, and it works for me so, so much better. I was thinking about this song because they, like I said, it was a single and they cut a video for it, but uh, MTV probably wouldn't play something like this. Like they didn't have, you know, those late night alternative shows back then. I mean, not yet. No. I mean, they're just repeating Thriller and. Yeah. yeah Bruce Springsteen. Might have showed up at 530 in the morning. Yeah. Madonna. And from L.A., um, I mean, I got a lot of uh, Public Image Limited vibes mm-hmm. from this. I think it's done better than John Lydon was doing mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. for, for a, a lot of those songs. But this, it definitely feels right in line with that. I mean, he, the fall started because they went to that Sex Pistol show. He's like, I want to start a punk band. Yeah. Like he, he'd been yeah. copping like John Lydon's like singing style, like from, from day one. So yeah. this is not, it's not surprising, but yeah. 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 A lot of people, um, we're talking about sort of the quality too of, of the recording. And a lot of people attribute that to also being signed to Baker's banquet, uh, after releasing the wonderful and frightening world. So is it stones label? Uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a new label. And I think that had a bit to do with the you know, the fidelity and I, I I don't know. You think Mick Jagger showed up in his like little track suit from dancing in the streets and was like, this is how this needs to sound. <laughs> uh, and have you guys ever watched that YouTube clip of oh, yeah. that slowed down? I thought it was just without the music. This one where it slowed the, down too. There's a couple. <laughs> yeah, the, the slowed <laughs> down one is my is my favorite. <laughs> uh, the album did receive a critical acclaim. It was ranked number six among the albums of the year in 1985 by NME. Yeah, I mean, I. I would say for, you know, the suicide pact we have going, this is definitely an album you have to listen to before you're allowed to shed yeah. this mortal coil. Like it's it's important. This is important stuff. This is absolutely 100%. I mean, this is a evolution in that Velvet Underground. I mean, again, 
Sonic Youth were super inspired by Velvet Underground. I can hear it right here in the fall. 100% yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you think we need witch trials, though? I'm curious to hear what you think. (laughs) No. Okay. No, I don't. Um, It represents their early stuff, though. It doesn't matter. we, we, we have any fucking pill records that we have? Yeah, too. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, so, well. so, so what are we, what are we doing? Like the only, thus far, the only evolution I've seen, like that I've been excited about with this book has been Dexy's Midnight Runners. <laughs> like that, that's been like the, like, I'm so excited for this arc because it started out like great and then just kept getting better. You know, okay. like, and uh-huh. the, you, you don't get that same thing with this. Um, okay. You know, I, I don't mind, like, I, yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed it, but it, it, I, I, I think that there's definitely room for something else in there uh, without that one. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I wouldn't keep it in. Yeah, you're right. I feel like to have it, have those early records, it needs to start out great. Like it needs to already be good and then get better. Yeah. So like I don't mind rooting for an underdog. Sure. You know, but like I I don't need it. No. Yeah. Not 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 in the very not in the least bit. Not for this. Yeah. The, the, this could have just been the one in the book and we would have gotten to it and been like, "Holy shit, what a great record." Right. As opposed yeah. to going, uh, maybe I guess they're going to get better." Yeah. You know, like there there's there was no reason for that. That's the the British slant, I think. Yeah. Could have had another wire record. I am, yeah, yeah. We could absolutely having the missing chairs. Yeah, get a single Oingo Boingo record. Goddamn it. Yeah. I do find it I find it really redeeming though to have to listen to the previous record and then listen to this. I feel like it it surpassed my expectations so much because of that. I would have rather still never heard that first one. Yeah. And just gotten to this one and just had been screaming to the high heavens, why yeah. have I not been listening yeah. to this my whole life? This yeah, is yeah. incredible. Because yeah. it's how I feel. Yeah. But like, you know, that yeah which trials is, it, leave it i'm i'm glad it exists i just wouldn't say that uh a person should have to listen to it before they uh they pass yeah uh favorite favorite song on the album does anybody have one <sighs> curious they're so different that i'm yeah i mean just bombast like yeah i mean man went into bombast like right out of the gate i was like kind of yeah, when that uh, I just yeah. kept when, when it kicks better. in, once you got to LA, I was like, ooh, yeah, got a quantifier, like, oh my god, yeah. I think I, I think that's tr- how I feel too. Like when it kicks into bombast, you're like, damn, this is yeah. this is a record, yeah. And the fact that they did an instrumental for the first song again, they would have never done that on that on the earlier stuff. And it's bookended with the last, like it, yeah. it's it's the same song yeah. just with lyrics, yeah, like. Go to the quantifier. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right there. 
Yeah. That uh, that B fifty two's action. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on here. Yeah. So, a lot of people say that Bricks is the Yoko Ono of the fall. How do you guys feel about? uh, I don't know enough. I don't know enough about this band to even like get into that. I know that I like this better than the album that I heard that she wasn't on. So you know what? Go (laughs) go kick rocks, you you nerds. I sexist nerds. Get out of here. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. I thought. Whatever, Brix is obviously when she's on this album, it's amazing, and the other album, no. So <laughs> it, it's such a funny thing to hear that the sort of comparison to Yoko Ono and the Beatles, and it's like it almost proves the opposite of what yeah. they're trying to infer. Yeah, for me, it does. It proves, I, and I mean, we wouldn't have gotten probably Revolution Number no. Nine without Yoko Ono. So, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Why? Why are people upset? I like both they, versions of Plastic Ono Band. Yeah. Like, get out of here. <laughs> Grow up. You're giving neckbeards a bad name. I grew this neckbeard Wait, how did you so guys you react to Revolution Number 9? I wasn't there for that record. What do we think of it? I mean, well, just Blood that song. Number 9? Right. I love that song. Oh, my God. Are, are we talking about Revolver? We're talking uh, about the White Album. Number 9? No, it's on the White Album. It's the Music Concrete. Oh. It's like the... Is that the one with back in the USSR? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought I got that wrong. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's track one. <laughs> I don't fucking remember, man. He's not a Beatles fan. All right, what do we think of this album? I, I love it. I, 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 I'm so happy I have this in my life. It's going to continue being on things I will actively continue listening to. Yeah. It's, uh, it's cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's cool. I feel like a... A fun aural archaeologist. Yeah. Just discovering. I spent 12 hours today. I was getting a, a chess piece tattoo of the cover of this album. Okay. It was, it was so good. <laughs> Can I see it or is it still covered up? It's still, it's, it's very sore. Okay. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll ask for it later. Yeah. Brilliant album. I feel like a new man. I, feel, I don't know. It, yeah. It, it feels so good to hear this album and be like, Damn, uh, incredible. And I feel so good because people kept pushing, people kept saying, oh, The Fall is a great band. They're so good. Like, wonderful band. And every time I kind of dipped in, I was like, oh, really? Like, are you sure? Are you sure we're t- this is the same band? It's not a different? Yeah, but after hearing this album, I was like, done deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, those people are right. This album rules, and I can't wait to actually dig into the other other albums surrounding this too to get more more of these songs. Me too. So I'm right there with you. Uh, anybody read Christ Gow's review of this? Go he liked it. it, didn't he? I, th- I think I um, read it. Hmm. If the sentiment, if the sentimental fallacy of good American rock and roll is roots, the sentimental fallacy of good British rock and roll is amateurism. Not that these veterans distinguish themselves from themselves before Yank guitarist Bricks E. Smith righted husband Mark E.'s feckless avant-garde-ishness. Still, what they've arrived at now is cunningly sloppy, minimal, catchy Hawkwind stooges with each three-chord drone long enough to make an avant-garde-ish statement, but stopping short of actual boredom. And yeah, it beats Roots by me. B+. Plus. <laughs> 
That's oh, pretty good. The B plus. Yeah, it's, 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 it's rare that it goes below a B plus. But yeah, no, he. I I, I like the Hawkwind Stooges uh, like call. That's uh that's pretty good. It's interesting because yeah, Hawkwind has this sort of repetitive nature. Yeah, I could I could see that. Funny story. So did Can. Yeah. I think this is much more in line with B-52's Can, Sonic Youth, and uh, Velvet Underground mm-hmm. than it is with, like, the Stooges. I mean, it's it's got the... It's wild. I don't it's know. Got a little My new house things. sounds a lot like a Iggy Pop song. Yeah, yeah, okay. True. All right, next time we'll be talking about Abdullah Ibrahim, Water from an Ancient Well. All right, thanks, y'all.